0: This is the fun part. With Kyle Rittenhouse being found not guilty on all counts, we get to see the gnashing of teeth and bloodlust from the left. And we're seeing it. So are Rittenhouse's civil lawyers. And the question I have for you, when can we start talking about black supremacy and black nationalism? And a pretty serious tragedy in, uh, in Wisconsin that pretty much leaves the question, is there justice, is there equality under the law? This is Gene and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene, welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. You know, something that, uh, jo- oh, there, there it is, there it is. One of the things that Josie wa- always mentioned was having another baby. Even though she already has a grandkid. Someone kill me. She has a grandkid. The kid's three or four years old, three years old. I don't know. I don't care. But whenever the grandkid comes over, she starts watching Netflix. And one of the song, one of the shows she watch, it watches is called... Shark something. I don't know what it is. That is the song that you hear in the background that they play over and over and over and over again. If there is a reason not to have a child, this is the reason not to have a child. I always... One of the things I always tell Josie, the reason I don't want another child is, one, I'm old, two... I went through Barney I can't listen to Baby Shark this song is in my head oh thank God this song is in my head it doesn't leave my head it's evil it's an evil song what is wrong with these people they've got to be perverts there is no way these people list make this crap up they make it to I guarantee you if you run this song backwards It's Hail Satan or some crap like that. It is just a terrible thing. And when I pulled the hour-long loop of this song and I played it, Josie's granddaughter just started dancing. I was like, oh, I can't do this. And then you still have teenage years to go through. Yeah, there is no way I'm having another kid. I will cut my nuts off before I go out and have another kid. Oh, anyway, so I, I just figured, I, I think I wanted you to listen to that nightmare. I really did. I wanted you to experience what I, I went through this weekend. And I i kid you not, I don't know how the kid doesn't get bored. That's the entire show. The half hour show or 25 minute show. That's what the... They play the entire show. And here's something disastrous. I've heard this show for six weeks. I still haven't memorized the words. Because I'm just like, someone kill me. Anyway, let's get to it. Uh, If you watched my uh, Rumble video, you know that there was a big victory on Friday uh, over the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. If you don't, if you haven't seen it, go to Rumble, type in dumbassestalkingpolitics.com or go to my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com and um, just click on the link. Uh, I'm not going to go over the verdict here. I'm sure everyone has heard it. Everyone has seen it. uh, And if you you just want my wonderful takes on it, you can go to rumble.com and just, just type it in. As far as the unrest went, not very much this weekend. Nothing in Kenosha. There were some moments in Los Angeles and New York, but Kenosha was pretty quiet, which Kenosha is about 100,000 people. It's, it's going to be, I, we kind of thought they were going to quiet. A lot of the businesses thought it wasn't going to be that bad, no matter what. Now, here's the thing. This is great news for the Second Amendment and uh, equality under the law. And that was really what I was celebrating. There was no way anyone who looked at these videos thought that this kid was guilty. Kyle Rittenhouse defended himself from some very bad people who were trying to kill him, period, end of story. He was beaten. He was threatened with a gun. That's it. There's no doubt about that. I was worried that the media and BLM had actually gone out and intimidated the jury enough either to hang or to say he was guilty of some charges. But the media and BLM weren't able to manipulate the jury. And I tell you, that's a great thing. Now, let's be clear on one thing right now. Kyle Rittenhouse is not a hero as far as I'm concerned. He's not. I see him as an innocent, naive kid that was in some place that he shouldn't have been. As a matter of fact, if anyone should have been on trial here, I would have said it should have been his mother for letting him go, or his father, for letting him go outside. If Kyle Rittenhouse felt the need to carry a rifle, then that that's a parent's duty to sit there and say, yeah, no, you don't belong out there if you think you need a rifle. He put himself in a very dangerous position. But here's the kicker. Just because he shouldn't have been out there doesn't mean he didn't have any right to be out there. I don't think Rosenbaum, uh, Joseph Rosenbaum, and Anthony Huber belonged out there either. And it doesn't change the fact whether he's innocent or not. He was innocent, there's no question. He definitely was defending himself. And those who attacked him were some really bad hombres. I mean, one of them was a child rapist, anally penetrated three boys between nine and 11. This this Joseph Rosenbaum was a bad person, bad human being. And even though you see a lot on social media, rest in peace, Joseph Rosenbaum, he's being filleted in hell right now. By the way, nobody but Rosenbaum faced charges. Uh, This Gage Grotschguts, or whatever his name is, that guy was out there burning stuff. He had a gun illegally. He's a felon. He's not allowed to have a gun. He had a handgun concealed illegally. He never faced a charge. The jump kick man, who we now know as a guy named Something Freeman, he never faced charges. As a matter of fact, he almost had charges dropped. Before you start screaming at me, because I know everyone thinks that Kyle Rittenhouse is a courageous and virtuous man and he did good things. I didn't say he wasn't a good guy. I mean, the guy was cleaning up graffiti off the walls. He was putting out fires. He was giving medical aid to rioters who got hurt. He was guarding a business from rioters upon the request of the owners of the business. By the way, the owners of the business, people of color. They weren't, they weren't white. Yes, he didn't belong out there at his age, but he was doing things that were heroic. I just wish he wasn't out there. And by the way, Kyle Rittenhouse in the Tucker Carlson special said he shouldn't have been out there. He would never do that again. Good, he learned. By the way, that's how 17-year-olds usually learn. They, they do it, they get into trouble, they don't do it again. Now the media has some problems. Um, and the left has some problems, and we're going to take a look at all, all of it. Either they take the L and admit that Rittenhouse was innocent. They change the narrative to something more palatable to the citizens and viewers, or they double down and call Rittenhouse a racist white supremacist that eats puppies and pees on orphans. That, that's what they can do. His lawyers are hoping it's the last. Good news. Kyle Rittenhouse's civil attorneys, yeah, they're not going to be disappointed. They are disappointed. So, let's first look at first. Now, MSNBC, I turned to MSNBC because right after the verdict, and MSNBC seemed like they were in a bit of shock. Like they had jumped off a 10-story building, landed flat on the ground, and uh, didn't know where they were. Didn't know what was happening. There were I knew there'd be a lot of whining, and there was, but I think they were in such shock, they didn't know how to respond to it. I think they they honestly thought that he was going to get convicted of something. They needed a few hours to warm up before they went to town, and we'll get to that too, later. Their lawyers, they had a a panel of lawyers, like 20 lawyers or something. That's what MSNBC and uh, and CNN do, because... I don't think they can run a they can run things just with an opinion host because their opinions are so bad. They just need one person to state the opinion, they they need 18 others to state the same opinion but put different spins on it. That's what I think they do. Um but they talked the first thing the lawyers talked about this was really an uphill battle. And even some of the lawyers mentioned the incompetence of the prosecution a couple times. And by the way, that's a correct thing. The prosecution was incompetent. I'll give you a step further. Not They were so incompetent, they need to be uh, put in front of an ethics committee and probably be disbarred. That would be the thing that needs to happen. But you could see MSNBC in real time crafting a new narrative after this not guilty plea. One of the things they wanted, stricter gun control. You knew that was coming. It's kind of a weak narrative because in this case, stricter gun control would have meant, and and this is going to be a problem, this is the thing the right's going to say, stricter gun control would have meant that Kyle Rittenhouse was dead. And that's what a lot of the right were arguing right off the bat. He did defend himself and they would have killed him. I mean, the child rapist, the one who anally penetrated three little boys, I'm going to mention that every freaking time. He had told Kyle Rittenhouse, I'm going to kill you. They also mentioned, talk about changing the Second Amendment. What they're not talking about is changing the Second Amendment. They're talking about getting rid of the Second Amendment. Again, gun control. But again, the Second Amendment was made for what the jury voted on, In the Rittenhouse trial, Kyle Rittenhouse had a right to protect himself, and he did. Then they brought up, okay, we need to change the right to defense in the criminal law code. I don't exactly know where that goes. They didn't offer any suggestions. They didn't offer any ideas, right? This was not a stand-your-ground case like you have in Florida, and I believe Wisconsin doesn't have a stand-your-ground uh, rule this was a guy who's getting the crap beaten out of him being chased by uh, child anal anal rapist child molesters and guys swinging skateboards at his head so i'm not exactly sure how you change the right to defense that was a clear-cut right to defense if a woman is being raped and she shoots her rapist in the head that seems like a pretty clear-cut case of self-defense Well, this does too. But the big narrative that they came out with is the failure of the jury system in the United States and how the jury system is racist. Now, MSNBC, when this first came out, they didn't say that. And there's good reason they didn't say that. Because Kyle Rittenhouse is now innocent. You can't call him a white supremacist and things like that. Before you could, because it's an opinion. Now he's been proven innocent. And you can't say that because you could get nailed for slander or libel or whatever the, the law is. I was surprised that some outlets, especially in the beginning, kind of defended Rittenhouse in the verdict. CNN said that justice was done. And that was Chris Cuomo, who's not the brightest bulb. He said, no, justice has been done. Even if we, in in quotes, the left and the media, didn't like it. The Washington Post and New York Times put out opinion pieces on Saturday and Sunday that said the system did work. We just didn't like it. The writer said that it works for both sides and this case was very weak. That's a good news. But as usual, the shock had waned and they went right back to their old narrative. Kyle house is a racist and a white supremacist and eats puppies and pisses on... um. Uh, pisses on orphans, and he represents all white men. So let's take a look at some example from the media. And the media is going to be the most important, important one to look at. Though Chris Cuomo on CNN said, yeah, the verdict was just, it was right. Van Jones and Anderson Cooper? Yeah, no, they didn't think so. Let's listen.
1: Van, uh, President Biden today said, quote, the jury system works and we have to abide by it. Do you agree with that? And and I'm wondering what your message is to those out there who see this verdict as unjust. Well, um, I I do respect the the jury system, and I I appreciate what the president had to say. But there's a reason that people are upset, and it's that there's a bigger context here. Um, uh, This idea of white vigilante violence is something that we have to wrestle with, and it may not be, uh, be done in one single court case, but we've got a pattern now where white men feel that they have the right to enforce the law themselves. When you look at Ahmaud Arbery, uh, when you look at this case, uh, when you look at Trayvon Martin, when you look at the white mob that attacked the Capitol, that somehow there is a group of people that thinks that they have the right to take the law into their own hands, they can leave their home with guns, and they can enforce their vision of the law on other people. That is a big problem. and whatever we could say here uh, talking about the legalities of it there's a context right now on social media the people who are celebrating this many of them are just good folks who believe in gun rights but there is a a dark edge of people celebrating this that sees this as a green light for this type of activity and i think we've got to take a good look in the mirror now do we want to in total continue to uh, allow and to encourage uh, this activity from only one section of society. You don't see other groups going out with guns imposing their vision of the law on other people, but this group continues.
0: Okay, uh, little disclaimer, I like Van Jones. Uh, he is, I, I, he's kind of progressive, but not leftist, and he's reasonable. I, I do like Van Jones, but I don't like his politics at all. And there are a bunch of things he said here that were just completely wrong. Kyle Rittenhouse right now and Van Jones does it is being compared to vigilantes like Bernard Getz and George Zimmerman George Zimmerman isn't a vigilante okay he was a um he was a neighborhood watch guy who was following someone that was suspicious and that guy attacked him and he shot him now let's be very clear about George Zimmerman he's an idiot I've heard the guy speak he, he's a dumbass Bernard Goetz was a complete vigilante, no questions there. And there's even enough suggestion to sit there and show that he was actually aiming at black people because the guy had had previous experiences with black people. So the cases are not, none of the cases that he had mentioned, Trayvon Martin, um, which is George Zimmerman, uh, Armand Arbery none of this stuff is actually related. They're all very different. Armand Arbery, I've been listening to some of the trial. I don't know what they're going to come up with, but those guys seem pretty guilty to me, but I'm not sure. All right. Kyle Rittenhouse only shot the people who shot at him. He had dozens of people he could have shot at if he was a vigilante. He didn't. The only people he shot was the guy who hit him with a skateboard, the guy who attacked him, and by the way, he was not necessarily unarmed. We don't know what the guy had in him. We know he had some accelerants, some fire accelerants on him. He threw the bag, that bag he was carrying, he threw the bag at him. We don't know what he had in that bag, and even in the trial, the prosecution had to admit they weren't sure if he was unarmed. And then finally, um, uh, uh, Gage Grogeitz, or whatever his name is, he had a gun. And then you had the black jump man, which was Freeman, Fraser Freeman or something. I don't know what his name is. He actually kicked him. And Kyle Rittenhouse, the only black guy, and Kyle Rittenhouse didn't shoot him. Didn't hit him. He did shoot at him, but he didn't hit him. I still have to see, I still have yet to see any white supremacy that the media keeps talking about. To them, white supremacy is anyone who's a white man. I love that he always bring that the left always brings up, and in this case, the progressives, always bring up up January 6th, but they never talk about the destruction of the BLM riots caused. As a matter of fact, I'll go a step further. They never talk about the riots that were happening in Kenosha. Even the prosecutor had to admit, yeah, jo- Joseph Rosenblum, who um, was a child rapist, who anally penetrated three boys uh, between the ages of 9-11. Even that guy, yeah, he was setting trash cans on fire. Yeah, he put a, he put a flatbed and set it on fire so the police couldn't get in. Yeah, he was carrying a chain and waving it around. Yeah, he threatened Rittenhouse with death. They never mention the actual riot. they con- they still consider it or they're trying to push this narrative that that was a peaceful protest. It wasn't. You know what here's some questions I'd like Van Jones to answer. Where were the cops that night? Could it be that a right a left leftist city? Didn't want the cops participating, just let them burn everything down? Why did Kyle Rittenhouse feel the need to the gun, need to have a, a rifle? Could it be that he wanted to do some good, but he didn't feel safe? By the way, what were those guys doing in the street? What was Rosenbaum, Huber, and and uh, uh, Gage, would agree, Gage G doing out there? And Black Jumpman? What were what were they jump kick man is what they're calling him. What were they doing out there? Were they being peaceful? What about the violence in Kenosha? Should we just ignore any of that? Yes, we should. Yes, we should. Here's another here's another video clip, clip from Tiffany Cross on, of MSNBC. Apparently, this was this clip was released a few hours after the verdict, and then MSNBC could get their their narrative straight and then start calling Kyle Rittenhouse a racist again. Oh, cha-ching! Listen,
2: fact that white supremacists roam the halls of Congress freely and celebrate this little murderous white supremacist. I find these people disgusting, Ellie. I'm disgusted at what I'm seeing. It's not just this trial, it's other trials, but this in particular, the fact that white supremacists roam the halls of Congress freely and celebrate this little murderous white supremacist and the fact that he gets to walk the streets freely, it lets you know these people have access to instituting uh, laws. They represent the legislative branch of this country. What are we to make of that?
0: Welcome to the modern Republican Party. This is what these people want, and this is what a majority of white people vote for. Right? When I say that a majority of white people are in favor of this kind of violence, it is because a majority of white people consistently vote Republican, cons- you know, since the passage of the Civil Rights Act, a majority of white people have voted Republican, right? So like, this is the party that they're supporting. A majority of white people pick judges like Bruce Schrader, the judge in the
2: Kyle Rittenhouse case. A majority of white people do not support policies that would unpack and unroll and reform this system of justice. This is what they want. Matt Gates
0: is giving the white folks what they want. Look at it. Look at yourselves. It's gross. But until a majority of you stop voting for this, this will keep happening. Okay, first thing I want to make very clear here, um, the judge in this case was actually selected by a Democrat. So that's that part of the narrative. But there are some other things. I'm glad people at MSNBC can't contain themselves. It's going to be more money for Kyle Rittenhouse, whose life is pretty much destroyed right now because of these people. He's no white supremacist. He never belonged to a militia, unlike what Joe Biden said. And blacks actually did vote for the civil, did vote before the Civil Rights Act. They didn't in the South. That was where Jim Crow was implemented. And most of them voted Republican. Lyndon Johnson pushed it, uh, pushed through the uh, Civil Rights Act. And he, but he said he did it for a reason. He said, quote, the N-words will be voting Democrat for the next 200 years. He said that. Martin Luther King was a liberal, but he was a Republican. Democrats instituted and enforced Jim Crow laws. Republicans ended slavery and condemned Jim Crow laws. When the Jim Crow laws went into effect, Abraham Lincoln said this is a disaster. This was completely wrong. The Supreme Court jacked it up. But it isn't just this. Uh, Joy Reid, yeah, she decided to go off, so let's listen to her.
2: I was not at all surprised. Um, We've talked about this. I mean, this is what we expected to happen, because I think we have to keep in mind when we're watching the criminal justice system at work that it was designed to do exactly what it did today. Gun laws helped to enhance the design to allow this verdict to happen today. This country was built on the idea that white men had a a, a particular kind of freedom and a particular kind of citizenship that only they have. That gives, you know, from the slave catchers on, the right to inflict violence um, in the name of protecting property. That's like the foundational creation of the United States so it would have been shocking the real, as I'm glad you mentioned the Derek Chauvin verdict that was the surprising verdict this should have been unsurprising but what I do think we have to think about is not only the families of the two men who died and the family of Mr. Grosskreutz they are you know they should be in our minds right now because they suffered and there have been a lot of white people who have you know, defended black lives and paid for it with their lives. That goes all throughout our history, going back to John Brown and go through the civil rights movement. But what I am concerned about is the precedent this sets for what people will believe that they can do under law when Black Lives Matter protests happen in the future and that people may use this as an excuse to start going out of state and doing what this teenager did, Hmm. believing that they'll get away with it and in some cases getting away with it.
0: Jesus. Some things here. First off, there's the gun control argument, but the reality is conservatives will sit back and say, no, that's exactly what the gun control laws are for. There's Second Amendment. That's exactly what the Second Amendment's there. You should be able to have a gun to protect yourself. And there's the thing, the system is flawed and racist. So this case does not prove he was innocent because he defended himself, it proves that the system is flawed and racist. By the way, when they let that kid go, when they let that kid go who had that school shooting about two months ago, the day after, he he didn't kill anyone, but he brought a gun to school and he started shooting people. They let him go the next day on a thousand like $5,000 bail or something. So this is what I celebrate. I celebrate equality under the law because... Kyle Rittenhouse didn't get thrown in jail. And here's the whole thing. They keep calling it a racist shooting. No black people were shot. <coughs> <coughs> now, if Jump Kick Man was shot, who was black, he would have deserved it. He kicked him in the head. But he wasn't shot. And the lies, the lies, the continued lies, continue lying, Joy Reed. I can't wait to see when you get your subpoena. Rittenhouse's father lived in Kenosha and Kyle Rittenhouse worked in Kenosha and the rifle before, and I know this wasn't mentioned here, but the rifle was in Kenosha. The rifle was not in Illinois. He did not cross state lines to, he did not cross state lines with a rifle. That didn't happen. I want to bring up a couple things here. First off, I love that the media is doing this right now. Before the verdict, any calls of Kyle Rittenhouse being a white supremacist is only opinion. And it's not subject to slander and libel laws. The second they sit back and say that Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist and he murdered three people, two people, now it's slander. Now it's libel. Now we can go after him. Kyle Rittenhouse is going to win a lot of money here because none of these people are going to take it to court. I also want to ask a couple of questions. When are we going to start talking about black supremacy? When are we going to start talking about black nationalism? When are we going to start condemning Van Jones, Joy Reid, Ibram X. Kendi, or Tiffany Cross as their statements being racist or maybe they are racist? If I said the same thing about and just reverse the races, that would be considered rightly racist. Okay, but it wasn't just the uh, it wasn't just the media. Uh, Joe Biden released a statement, and by the way, Joe Biden had been calling this kid a white supremacist, a militia member, the whole thing, for his entire campaign. I hope Kyle Rittenhouse can sue politicians, cause he should. So, this is Joe Biden's statement. Quote While the verdict in Kenosha will leave many Americans feeling angry and concerned, myself included, we must acknowledge that the jury has spoken. I ran on a promise to bring Americans together. He just said he was upset about this. This isn't going to bring people together. Because I believe that what unites us is far greater than what divides us. Not true. I know that we're going to. Uh, We're not going to heal this country's wounds overnight, but I remain steadfast in my commitment to do everything in the power to ensure that every American is treated equally with fairness and dignity under the law. There's Mr. Unity for you. He admitted that he didn't know anything about the case when he was interviewed, taking off to wherever he was taking off, probably to Delaware for another vacation. This is a guy who spent his entire campaign calling Rittenhouse a militia member and a white supremacist. I hope Rittenhouse can sue this president, or wait until after he's president, then sue him. Then there's Governor Gavin Newsom, Democrat from California. America today, you can break the law, carry around weapons built for the military, shoot and kill people and get away with it. That's the message we've sent to armed vigilantes across the nation. First off, Kyle Rittenhouse is not a vigilante. He was defending himself. If he was a vigilante, he'd have killed 30, 40 people. He didn't. Second off, in San Francisco, they shut down Louis Vuitton and about 10 Walgreens because people who steal under $1,000 don't get arrested. They get a ticket and now they become emboldened. So I don't want to hear about breaking the law from Gavin Newsom. He's part of the problem here. Governor J.B. Pitzker of uh, uh, Illinois, Democrat, of course, carrying a loaded gun into a community 20 miles from your home and shooting unarmed citizens is fundamentally wrong. Oh, sue the crap out of this because this guy just lied. He did not travel 20 miles across state lines with a gun. He had a father who lived in Kenosha. He worked in Kenosha. He didn't shoot unarmed citizens. All of them were armed. One had a gun. One hit him twice with his skateboard. The other threw something at him. Even the prosecution said that they couldn't verify that what Rosenbaum threw at him wasn't a weapon. The congressional back caucus, I love this. It is unconscionable that our justice system would allow an armed vigilante who traveled to Kenosha, Wisconsin, and killed Joseph Rosenbaum, Anthony Huber, and wounded Gage Grosskreutz to go free. <laughs> wow. And again, not a vigilante. Cory Bush, who is a complete idiot, a Democratic from, representative from Missouri, the judge, the jury, the defendant, it's white supremacy in action. This system isn't built to hold white supremacists accountable. Uh, they, he should sue the living crap out of this person. It's my black and brown folk. And by the way, she capitalized black folk, but she kept brown lowercase. That sounds racist to me. Wh- who are brutalized and put in cages while white supremacist murderers walk free. I'm hurt. I'm angry. I'm heartbroken. You're also an idiot. Uh, Representative Iana Presley, racism and white supremacy remain on the bedrock of our legal system. My heart breaks for families and loved ones of those lives that were stolen and trauma of our communities face today and every day. Of course, one of the people she's actually defending is a child rapist. That's okay. The other guy she's defending is a guy who beat his wife. Another guy has a list of felonies on his deaths longer than my arm. Rashida Tlaib said, and God, these people are so stupid. Our justice system is broken. It protects white supremacy. Of course it does. The two people who were killed deserve justice. And so did our communities who continued to be targeted with violence like this. Do you know what justice would have been? Where Joe Rosenbaum served the rest of his life in prison for sticking his thing inside the butthole of three Nine to 11-year-old boys. That would have been justice if that guy was in prison. He wouldn't have been out there at the time. Incredible. It's in sports, too. Colin Kaepernick, which I think you can loosely call sports, he sat there and said, we have just witnessed a system built on white supremacy validate the terrorist acts of white supremacists. He never mentions the riots, mind you. This only further validates we need to abolish the current system. White supremacy cannot be reformed. This is a guy who's worth $100 million and most of his money he got after he retired from football because he, quite frankly, sucked as a football. Then there's NASCAR's driver, Bubba Wallace, who sat back and said that a pull rope on a garage door was a noose. He said, ha, let the boy be black and it wouldn't have, it would have been life. Hell, he would have had his life taken before the bullshit trial. Sad. You know something? Here's the ironic part. Um, there was a black man in Florida on the same day, almost at the exact same time, who was found not guilty for a reason of defending himself against SWAT teams that unannounced came into his home unjustifiably. He shot A couple of SWAT guys, and he ended up getting off for self-defense. Hmm, interesting. The NBA. Our thoughts are with the families of those lives who were taken from this tragedy. A child rapist, uh, one who beat his mother, uh, wife. Yeah, uh, those poor people. The right to peaceful... I'm sorry, understand something. Jeffrey Rosenbaum should have been killed. I have no bad feelings that Jeffrey Rosenbaum is dead. You rape a child? That's far worse than murder, as far as I'm concerned. You should be put to death. Anyway, the right to peacefully protest is a bedrock for our democracy, and the National Basketball Association uh, Social Justice Coalition remains committed to preserving the right for all. The problem is they weren't peacefully protesting. They were rioting. They were setting shit on fire. I know I'm cussing. Sorry, I'm getting excited. They were setting stuff on fire. An entire car lot was set on fire. That's not the NBA's social justice coalition's uh, property. That's somebody else's property. By the way, the property of people of color. Any forms of vigilantism, which this wasn't, in our society is unacceptable. Now, this one thing I can say about the NBA right now, um, do that to China now. Condemn the Uyghur concentration camps and genocide. They won't do that they make money that way. Then, of course, we got the reaction from the culture. Nicole Hannah-Jones, who wrote the 1619 Project, which is that fallacy history, the change of history, remember, she didn't say... She said that the facts were irrelevant. It was about the message when she wrote the 1619 Project. So, basically, she admitted her 1619 Project was BS. She said, In this country... You can even kill white people and get away with it if those white people are fighting for black lives. This is the legacy of 1619. But Travon Martin deserved to die because he fought back against an aggressor with no weapon. That's not true. Uh, You can tell it's not true because this gal just changes history. She changes events. This is the legacy of white supremacy in action. So basically she released her 1619 project in book form this week. And now she's trying to say, this proves her 1619 project. Which, I read the 1619 project, BS it doesn't. Uh, Ibram X. Kendi, uh, and we read Ibram X. Kendi. Uh, I read the introduction and I told you, this entire book is crap. All you have to read is the introduction. They are fighting to maintain white male supremacy, which is to say they are defending law and order, defending their America, where white men can rule and brutalize without consequence. Ibram X. Kendi is worth about $20 million. Yeah, you got to feel sorry for poor, inequity, in, uh, uh, Ibram X. Kendi, who has no equity and no... Where he can put out a BS book or two, get a full job at a university and provide nothing to the university and still make millions of dollars. George Sakai, who honestly, George Sakai, I like George Sakai because I love Star Trek, but he should have stuck to Star Trek and just stayed out of politics because he just says the stupidest things. Justice denied is a body blow to our national psyche. On trial, on trial was not only a killer, but a system that continues to kill. Today, the system defeated true justice. Once again, But to mark these words, we will never stop fighting for what is right and what is just. Of course, uh, he probably didn't see one freaking minute of the trial. And finally, Jamel Hill says the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. And I'm glad she said this because she's a newscaster, too. chi ching More lawsuits. The Kyle Rittenhouse verdict that several states have enacted laws that allow mortar immunity if they hit protesters with their cars, oh my God, I can't get to the story today, but we'll get there, is about the country's addiction to maintaining white supremacy at all costs. It's on brand and in line with who America has always been. <sighs> Folks, we got a problem. We are looking at people who do nothing but push racism and we're not calling them racists. These are black... Jamel Hill, Ibram X. Kendi, George Takai, Nicole Hannah-Jones, Colin Kaepernick, Bubba Wallace, Corey Bush, Elian Presley, Rashida Tlaib, Gavin Newsom, Joe Biden. These are all white supremacists. These are all black supremacists. These are all black nationalists. These are all racists. They don't care. Tomorrow I'll add to this story. Because it's interesting. As a matter of fact, I'm going to reread this statement by Jamal Hill. You know, several states enacted laws that allow murderous immunity if they hit protesters with their cars. She's referring to Friday. She's referring to Florida. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. Okay. I hope you guys have a great week. I will be gone Thursday through Monday. Maybe Tuesday, because it is Thanksgiving. Um, visit my website if you want to see Kyle Rittenhouse's reaction and my commentary to the a- verdict, because I gave the commentary right when the verdict happened. Have a great day. Visit my website at dumbassestalkapolitics.com. Take a look at the links. Take a look at the videos. This is Gene, and you listen to Dumbass Talk Politics. Daddy shark, doo 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 Daddy shark, doo doo do doo Daddy shark, doo 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 Daddy shark. Grandma shark,
2: doo 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 Grandma shark, doo 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 Grandma shark, doo doo do Grandma shark. Grandpa shark, doo 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 Grandpa shark, doo 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 Grandpa shark, doo 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 doo. Grandpa
1: shark.
0: Let's
1: go.